Kaiju FM. Come find your niche. White wine. That's what they're drinking. Who would? The people who live in the van outside my house now. They live in the van, do they? Well, I assume so. I mean, it's definitely a camper van. Um, I mean, I've been away all weekend, but I noticed them here last night, so I'm assuming they've been here all weekend. Because when I came in, I just presumed it was someone's camper van and they take it off places. No, no. Well, when I got up this morning, it was gone, and I was like, oh, they were just passing through. Uh, but then they've parked back up again today. Last night, there was there was three of them sat in there drinking a bottle of white wine. Um, I thought, ah, oh, swingers, maybe, but... <laughs> Maybe not, I don't know. Is there is there enough room to really swing in a camper van? I don't know, but I mean, like... So, people go dogging, right? Yes. Do, do you think people go dogging in, like, camper vans? Because that's better than, like, just bending over a car bonnet, isn't it? If you've got a bent back. Yeah, but I've always presumed... Or that, that like, the fun? The, the, like, yeah, I always presumed that sort of... That's the bag, is that it? That was part of it. I mean, I don't know. I don't, I don't know any doggers, or maybe I do. <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to start asking all my friends. Yeah, just... Uh, Are you doggers? <laughs> by the way... Been meaning to ask. Yeah, just, just. I'm not, I'm not asking in that way. But I'm, but I am asking. But I am asking. I am asking. In the, in the regular, in, no connotations. In way. a, I want to know. the Space Jam Continuum, the show where we try to make a cohesive cinematic universe out of something that was never meant to be one. I'm Chris McLennan. I'm Carl Noble. And how far would you go to be the perfect Singaporean, Cal? Well, I don't know what it takes to be the perfect Singaporean. I mean, have you ever been a, a subpar Singaporean? No. Or even a near-perfect Singaporean? No, I think I need to start there. Where, what level on the Singaporean scale do you think you are? I don't think I'm on it yet. You're just not on it? I just don't think I'm on it. Yeah, but you can't you can't Which lose if you don't play the game, I suppose. Yeah, I mean, realistically, if if I'm going to be anywhere on the scale, I'm probably right at the bottom, as in not, just not, not <laughs> the perfect Singaporean, yeah, not the perfect Singaporean. So it becomes somewhat sidelined immediately because we found a card game in Cal's house called the Perfect Singaporean. Yeah, really. and we have no idea what it's about. So we'll be doing that later. at some point. <laughs> so that's, that's our evening sorted. Uh, cartoons. We watch cartoons on the podcast, yes. don't we? That's, yeah, that's um, the podcast. It's not the perfect Singaporean one. It's that's not, not what we're recording. No, no, no. We're doing that next week. Next, next week. <laughs> next, next and week. we completely change what this is all about. Yeah, and we be- become the perfect Singaporeans over time. I would have thought. Yeah, yeah. But I think we'll nail it by next week. Yeah. Okay. We'll <laughs> by next that. week. Yeah. So uh, last week um, we were introduced to uh, Michigan. Frogs. Michigan J. Frog, vampire frogs, yeah. Yeah, he's a vampire frog. Who who seemingly, potentially might live forever, we don't know, but he does like to sing and looks pretty good stood up. He looks good stood up. We Better decided that f- uh, frogs were basically the aesthetic opposite of pigs who uh, look terrible stood did up. Did we decide that it, we, they were just the aesthetic opposite of pigs or did we decide that they were just the complete opposite of pigs in every single fashion? I think we settled on aesthetic opposite, but right. I mean, we'll have to see, like, because the only pig we've got to compare him to 
really on a regular basis is Porky. Yeah. So maybe we watch Michigan J Frog, see if he's a bit better with money. Yeah. Stuff like that. But he's not because he's. I don't know he just. He, he, he doesn't use money. Well, also he tanks every business he's involved in. Well, no, I mean he's. He never agreed to be part of that business. I think he wrote the note. He was though. the product. Yeah, but he wrote the note when he put himself in his coffin. That's true. He wrote the note saying "Singing Frog," like make a load of money with it. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, anyway, we'll have to we'll have to compare. But I, they're the, at least the aesthetic opposite of pigs because they look dead good stood up. They do. It's the it's the muscly legs. Oh, it's powerful oh. legs and the broad shoulders. Oh yeah, that, that V-shaped Johnny oh, Bravo situation. God. Yeah, that's the one. I mean, the head is sort of part of the body, but, but other I mean, than that's, that, that's a frog's problem. That's a frog's problem. Really. That's a frog's, frog's problem. No neck. Yeah, no, no neck on a frog. Not, not really a head. Is it a head? No, it's, it's, it's more, it's more just body. eyes on the shoulders. <laughs> eyes on the shoulders there. Uh, we uh, also hats. saw yeah, saw the magnificent power of hats. Especially um, on eggheads. Yeah, on Elmer, who uh, used to be uh, an egghead. Very impressionable soul. Yep. Uh, we don't think they have as much power as it was suggested they did on Bugs. We think Bugs just loves dressing up. He, he follows through with the bit. And by always. think, I mean we know Bugs loves yes. dressing up. He loves it. Uh, uh, and then we had the Sylvester, uh, Hibbity and uh, Sylvester Jr. where we realised that Sylvester Jr. arsehole. I mean, I didn't realise it. I I, I, I mean, it I was already, I was already in that mode and I think we that's where we definitely concluded it. There's a chopper above the, the house the army's now. about to land outside my house. Yeah, let's... Ah, uh, let's, oh, maybe they've come for the people who drink white wine. If that, if that camper van just lifts directly <laughs> upwards... Clip straight in and they're off. Yeah. Oh, they seem oh, to be no. going away now. It's oh, gone. I, I won't even put a cut in then. Um, yeah, so we had um, Sylvester uh, Junior just just being an arsehole to his dad, but we think maybe um, Sylvester now has a farm. Uh, I think he has potentially. Yeah, he definitely has a house, like a, yeah. a more modest house. But like, it's he it's hasn't kicked it out to cat level yet. Definitely though. a farm or like a small holding. Yeah. Um, we think that's probably under the advice of Elmer. Fred. Yeah. Um, who's his financial like advisor? Yeah, but um, we can't be sure, and I don't think we're going to find out this episode. I don't think so, uh, unless a certain rooster resides on that farm. Ah, oh, that'd be good, wouldn't it? Because we've got a foghorn leghorn heavy episode this week. Yes, it's a double foghorn double situation, foghorn. Uh, and I think we should jump straight in for two reasons. One, uh, you know, just get in the mode of straight get in the foghorn mode, and secondly, yeah. being in the foghorn mode is is a good fun time. It is. I it do makes like, me I laugh. Do like foghorn. Uh, so uh, we're watching uh, Weasel Stop. It's a Foghorn Leghorn and the Weasel number from February 11th, 1956. That dog has the best superpower. He does have the best superpower. He's thing. able. He just whittles things, and I don't even think he knows what they're going to be. I think he just until absent, they are. Yeah, he just absentmindedly whittles exactly what he needs for the situation. Yeah, there was. There is a. Is there a superhero that does that, or does something? Not whittles, obviously things, but like, I don't know. I'm just trying to remember. Maybe, maybe I've read a book at some point where some somebody has that kind of power. Like they yeah, they they, they create things, but don't know what they are until they've been created. It's just what needs to happen. Yeah. Yeah, something rings a bell, but I can't. I can't. I'm pin thinking it. maybe it was um, the gunslinger 
books that um, Stephen King wrote. Yeah, maybe. Where I think Eddie Dean is carving things and he doesn't know what he's carving until he needs it and it's there. Yeah. Yeah, there was. Yeah, might, yeah, I think it probably is. I think it is that. Was, but that, that's all I was thinking of. But I'm fairly certain that's not a dog. I think Barnyard Dog is on holiday. Yeah. And they've got a. They've got a, a spare dog in. A spare dog but in. It yeah. looks. Ju- it just looks like a guy in a dog suit. Doesn't look like a dog. Yeah. So it's a it's a new dog for uh, Foghorn to torment, but he only manages to torment him a bit at the start. Yeah. Before uh, the dog proves to be wide awake and pretty good at what he does, yeah. uh, which is uh, keeping weasels out of the out of the hen house. Rem- he's remarkably good at it as well. Yeah. We've seen this weasel before. He's like a crackhead. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I've forgotten about him. Uh, so, like, because when I saw oh the weasel, I was like, oh, new a new adversary. Yeah, but actually, Falcon's pretty much trying to help the weasel the whole time, which is weird. Well, he's he's not trying to help the weasel get the chickens. He's he's basically saying to the weasel, if you want to get the chickens, you have got to get rid of the dog. So yes. I'll help you get rid of the dog. But um, yeah, so the weasel uh is just sort of yeah like you say he's like a cracker <laughs> he's just a madman isn't he? he's like uh, what are you playing at and foghorn is basically trying to use him in his various dog tormenting schemes none of which work out very well no um the last uh, scheme did not look like it was going to be tormenting though he had like mortars hand grenades bear traps that was like yeah them's killing tools yeah and like what was sort of harrowing about it uh from uh a character perspective, especially with a lovable character such as Foghorn Leghorn, is uh, how there was no change in his demeanour whatsoever when his plans shifted from irritate a dog... To kill dog. To to just mutilate and kill a dog. Yeah, I mean, I'm wondering whether or not he's maybe under the guise of... Well, under the impression that... um, it is a dog, and therefore it doesn't really matter what he does to it because whatever he did to Barnyard Dog never killed him. Well, so yeah, but then we most we mostly thought that was sort of because he was stuck in a time loop. Mm, well, that's true. So we're not entirely sure, really. St- well, I mean, we, like we 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 assumed he was out of that now. Yeah, but did we ever really get to the? Because we never really got to the point where he uh, was able to acknowledge the consequences of his actions, or really understand, even understand that no, his actions had true. consequences. Because like he's got a son. Let's not forget that. Huh? <laughs> he does Egbert. Uh, yeah, yeah. And I mean, I don't. Know, I think with the introduction of the weasel now, um, now that the chicken hawk's not there, I'm wondering whether or not maybe he's starting to realise that you know, day to day, things are starting to kind of like have impacts like barnyard dogs having the day off yeah i suppose so but then has barnyard dog got the day off or has barnyard dog just gone nah he's come back isn't he is he yeah so he is <laughs> i can see him i can, I can see, see him, him, in, can the see him in the next episode oh, mate. Yeah. so uh, i think I, I mean maybe we'll know more shall we this one. shall we because like okay there's a there's a pandemic on these are unprecedented times for unprecedented, unprecedented times, moves. Yeah. Yeah. Shall we make an unprecedented move? Which is, uh, instead of uh, just plowing on into the darkness with this first Falcon Lakehorn episode, watch the next trying one. to glean anything from it, yeah. watch the next one uh, and then treat it as a sort of bumper length number. Go on then. In which Barnyard Dog's on holiday and then presumably comes back with Daffy Duck. Yeah, alright. <laughs> let's see what happens. <laughs> uh, let's watch The High and the Flighty. Uh, it's a Daffy Duck, Foghorn Leghorn and Barnyard Dog number from February 18th, 1956. Winner. 
So Barnyard Dog, I don't think was away. I think he was somewhere else. Just a different job. Like, I think Barnyard Dog maybe is foreman. What like because they, because that other dog's job was weasel watcher. Like, yeah, very that, specific. That's what, that's what he was on. So I'm thinking like Barnyard Dog. He's called Barnyard Dog because he's in charge of the whole barnyard. Maybe, but this looked like a very different place. But it could be just a big farm. Could um, be a big farm. It was quite similar to the last time we saw Daffy. Uh, yep. In terms of uh, he has a scheme of uh, just selling people things uh, on a steady increase of cost. Yeah. Uh, until it all goes <laughs> wrong. Um, the difference is in this one, he takes uh, a threat of a lynching essentially uh, to be his uh, to get one out. Yeah, he's just like, to be I'm, like, oh, I'm I should done. probably leave. Yeah, so I mean, like he's he stumbles across um, Barnyard Dog and Foghorn doing exactly the same bit as like, they always do. Like Foghorn Leghorns comes out of his roost in the morning. He walks up to the rope line, which he's obviously done himself. Walks past the rope line, grabs Barnyard Dog by the tail, whacks him with a fence post, legs it until Barnyard Dog runs to the full extent of the rope, chokes himself, and then Foghorn does a thing. Whatever happens. It's just a back and forth situation. And Daffy stumbles across this going, I reckon I could probably make some money here selling practical jokes. It's not the first time we've seen him as a salesman, is it? Is it the first time we've seen him as a practical joke salesman specifically? Yeah, but I think what he's got is he's got a briefcase full of stuff. And he sells whatever that stuff is to whatever he thinks the needs are. I think he just moves. He just has a load of magnetic letters that he sticks to the outside of the briefcase. Yeah, and he's just like, "Today I'm doing this." And it's the and same inside stuff. the case is just his day to day stuff. Yeah, it's just his, it's just the same stuff because like one of the things, not a practical joke. It was a corn on the cob, which was essentially like you could wire it up to well, barn your dog wired it up to a pylon. And then just electrocuted Foghorn. Yeah, I noticed something during that sequence. Uh, electricity clearly works differently in the Toon world. Yes. <laughs> because there's two uh, there's two uh, trodes in the uh, in the corn on the cob. Yeah. And when he throws the switch, uh, zappy electricity travels down both wires. Yeah. And to both sides of the cob. Yeah, and then the interesting thing was uh, Foghorn's feathers fell off from the feet up. So the electricity also travelled up his feet so from the ground. electricity c- constantly coming in from the ground. So yeah. do you need at least three loads of electricity for it to be a problem? I think uh, so, yeah. But that includes the one that's constantly coming up through your feet. Yeah. That's how it You're always works. getting electrified. It's another triangle. From the ground. You've got it an electricity is. triangle, but it's just all three points of electricity. <laughs> well, that's it. It's an interesting look on what it is to be grounded or earthed. Like, when you're earthed, you're always... Maybe you're always taking one load. Maybe that's why they can still get electrocuted. Like, like if you see them like hang on to electric wires, but their feet aren't touching the ground, they yeah. still get electrocuted. Yeah, because they're getting the triple. Yeah, because they're because they're not getting the the opposing electric force from the ground to help counteract the electricity that's coming in. Oh, so there's like there's good electricity and bad electricity. Yeah, because he because he didn't get electrocuted. It's just his feathers fell out. So is you it- didn't see him do the whole skeleton bit. It's true. This feathers just fell out, and I think it's because good the ground electricity was fighting sky electricity in a the, the everlasting electricity wars. So, do you think uh, there's a new one? Well, I mean, I like I like having these scientific triangles for the two universe because we've got the gravity triangle, well, yeah. the falling triangle, yeah, uh, which is uh, you require uh, at least two of uh, gravity 
uh, fuel or for, like direct yeah. force uh, and uh, basically just knowledge that knowledge, you should be yeah. falling. Yeah. Willpower. Yeah. Uh, you require at least two of those things to fall as yeah. long as you're as long as you're rocking. Like you can them, run yeah. straight off a cliff as long as you don't know you've run straight off a cliff. Yeah, and you'll be fine. Because you're just, you're, it's only gravity coming at you then. Yeah. So there's that triangle. I mean, you've introduced the notion of, we, so we had Earth electricity, which we presume, that's given always the way that way, that's always happening to yeah. you. And then you introduced sky, the electricity. sky electricity. Yeah. So is it when two electricities meet? Well, no, I, 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 think, I think Earth electricity is fine because you're always Earthed. I reckon if you get if you interact with just sky electricity on its own, yeah, that's a problem, um, right? And if you're if sky electricity and earth electricity fight within your body, uh, your hair falls out from the feet up. From the feet up. So, what were the two different electricities going in down the wires? I think. Uh, well, oh, that's a good point. Actually, you see, left and right. <laughs> yeah. Just left and right electricity. Well, because the thing is, is because you've got that was out of a that was out of a wire, wasn't it? It wasn't. Yeah, he that wasn't switch. true. That wasn't true sky electricity because true sky electricity, as everybody knows, is lightning. Yeah, that's true sky electricity. So I'm wondering if there's a third type. But maybe it's may, may, maybe that's wire electricity. Maybe it's just like a yeah, maybe any any sort of uh, like man-made electricity. Yeah. Uh, maybe that does have a, a sort of. You know, like a homunculus uh, electricity. <laughs> yeah, there's three types of electricity, as we all know: <laughs> earth electricity, sky electricity, and and flesh-made living electricity. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know because it was the fact that the that it felt he needed two wires. Yeah, for both. So I presumed he had to be pumping two types of electricity into that corn. But I mean, I, I, I mean. Because normally you have two wires because you have a positive and negative. Do you reckon we didn't see it? Because he, he didn't... Sh- did he get all the way through the corn? Not... Well, I don't know. I just reckon... Do you reckon if you put the corn on the ground that all the corn would have popped off from one end to the well, other? Well, it did pop... Uh, like, the when the when the ground electricity got all the way to the top, like, it's a little stalk on his head. Popcorn. It popped. popcorned, yeah. Is but, uh, the top of his stalk popcorn. Yeah, I just want to get to the bottom of how this electricity works. Because like I like the notion that you're already get always getting ground electricity, well, I think, I th- I think, and I, I like think, sky yeah. electricity because that go as we say we've we've seen people like uh, hanging from electric wires, wires and, and getting getting zapped. Yeah, and we know but we've also seen by them lowered slowly to the ground and getting zapped. I think yeah. where they've been fine on the wire, but the wires yeah. drew to them when they touch the ground they get zapped. So I well, think I'm, I'm, I'm thinking man-made electricity has to come into contact with one of the other types of electricity yeah. to make it bad for you. I think so. But I do like the idea that the electricities are things that fight within the body. Yeah, they're, they're they forces. There's, yeah. there's something spiritual to that. Yeah, they're like elementals. So maybe fight. maybe there's more than three. Maybe there is. But, but I mean, well, I mean, because we, because we've we know we've seen lightning. That's a one. So that's your sky electricity, and then you've got your man-made electricity, and you've got your earth electricity. Yeah, so, I mean, there's a chance that, like, depending on how you generated the electricity, there are different types. So mm. I wonder if he just... Uh, Rubbing electricity. One of each, like, you know, maybe some some uh, electricity that at its core was generated by, say, a nuclear plant. Oh, yeah. And an electricity that was generated by, say, a hydroelectric Damn. Oh, so, so he was trying Down to get one just to cover all bases. Water electricity and uh, atom electricity. Well, I think 
because it would be two different types mm, of electricity. It would be, yeah. And just in case Foghorn Leghorn jumped, he saw the electricity coming down the wires and he went, oh, I'm not having this. Uh, yeah, I'm, not, just I'm, jumped. I'm breaking the triangle. I'm breaking the triangle. So he's like, no, I've got to pump in with two types of electricity. Possibly. Maybe, yeah. I mean, that makes more sense. So there's lots of types of electricity. Yeah. Uh, and they're all fine unless two different ones interact within your body. Within and, they, your body. And, 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 and then all your hair or feathers fall out from the feet up. Yeah. Uh, similar to in the last episode, uh, Falkhorn Leghorn uh, wound up uh, featherless, uh, and then, ba- well, in this one he put on another feather suit. Yeah. In the last one, he he had pants on under the feathers. Yes. And he said that he always keeps his feathers numbered. Uh, Just in case for this sort of emergency. So I'm going to presume that was a suit as well. But I assume so. But he I mean, just needed to put the suit back lot together. Of, we've seen that with a lot of animals. A lot of animals that. I mean, maybe it's just a thing of if you regularly lose your fur or feathers, it's just like, put pants on. Yeah, maybe. So maybe, like, he's still got all his feathers, yeah. but he just gathers them after every mishap. Yeah. And he's just learned to start putting pants on just yeah. in case. And uh, sometimes wear a full bodysuit of feathers or just have one spare that you can just pop straight on because uh, you might not have the time immediately to put all your feathers back where they no. should be you could but you could do that while wearing your spare feather suit yeah and then later and on. then and then in the night time you're popping the feathers yeah back you're just in. popping the feathers back in it's a little yeah. project I mean, he probably gets his kid to do it to be honest i don't think he sees that kid very often maybe he only sees him when he needs his feathers back uh, in. fuck what was the uh what was his uh his wife called his wife mildred called. Was it Mildred? No, Priscilla. Priscilla. Could be, yeah. Oh, no, that's bad. We need to find out. Miss Prissy. So it uh, is Priscilla. Yeah. I second-guessed myself because I thought Priscilla was Gonzo in the Muppets uh, chicken wife, but no. that's Camilla. Yes. Uh, so, yeah, uh, like, Miss Prissy uh, was, I think, getting to the end of her tether with him. I'm, I'm not surprised. Uh, no, nor am I. <laughs> All power to her. Uh, but uh, yeah, I don't think he sees uh, Egbert slash Egghead Junior because he's had different yeah. names uh, very often at all. I reckon he has to put his own feathers together. But then the next day, does he even fucking remember that any of it's happened? So, well, that's, yeah, that's the thing because he definitely doesn't. He just doesn't seem to maintain memory from one day to the next. He does seem to remember his long term memory seems fine though. Yeah, but because. I- if he, if he knows that he's numbered all of his feathers and if he knows where his spare suit is, which, when he says in his locker, his locker is the first aid cabinet. Yeah. But, you Your know... Your locker should never be the first aid cabinet. <laughs> that's, a, that's, that's a good rule of thumb. Yeah, that. like, you know you're doing your life wrong if your locker is the first aid cabinet. But, yeah, like... Okay, so I think that's uh, some progress. We've found out about electricity. Yeah. You know, we've gone some way to maybe seeing why... Uh, certainly a lot of feathered animals seem to be wearing a, a full body suit. Yeah. Because um, actually thinking about it, like it's the kind of thing that you'd think if someone had sustained some sort of injury or even just like hair loss. Yeah. Uh, like, you know, they, like so you know, take hair loss as the way, you know, you lose your hair, you might get a, a toupee. Uh, yeah. Except obviously in this case, uh, it's the Tooniverse and they do this kind of shit to each other all the time. Yeah. So it actually stands to reason that most creatures have suits have, have lost yeah. their natural yeah 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 no, like definitely. and now wear a sort of bodysuit yeah and always put underpants on just in case because of antics antics because yeah, it reason. happens all the time all the time 
Yeah, so that, that, that's gone some way to that. I'd still like to... I'd like to see more of uh, the dog from The Weasel, but I don't think uh Yeah, I'm we not will. sure we are. I mean, I think the thing is, is I think he was temping, and I think I, he just does... He does really well. Now, uh, one thing I did notice about him, though, which I forgot to bring up, was... Um, and, you know, we talk about him absentmindedly whittling away mm. and not really knowing what he's doing until he's done it. Uh, but he does, uh, for the second time we've seen in the Tooniverse, uh, whittle an entire log down to a toothpick. Because uh, yeah. we saw that in that big inefficient machine that was ruining... Uh, well, again, I think he did gophers. that because he needed it. Well, yeah, but I'm also wondering if that is just the way... Toothpicks are made. Like, it, it, like that in the Tooniverse was not inefficient. That's just the way they do it. Well, I mean, how, seeing how quickly he managed it, I'd say so. Well, my other concern was uh, actually that, you know, whatever is running that machine is, is running this dog. Oh, God. So maybe he's not a dog, maybe he's a robot. Maybe a robot, you know, maybe, you know, he was controlled very by something. unflappable. He was very unflappable, and his, like, his personality uh, from, you know, a, I was going to say human perspective, but that's not what I mean because mm. he's a dog. But like, he, but his personality didn't seem to match like what he was doing at all. No, it was more than unflappable. It's that his body was doing something, and he was not responding. Pa- in that. Almost yeah, like yeah. a passenger. Oh, Just like, he also talked a lot about what his pappy used to say, and I'm wondering yeah. if his pappy is whatever's. Do you reckon maybe he's uh, recently been released from that machine? And he was what was in that machine. He was. He was that machine. Yeah. They're, they're like, he's... That, that, that sentience, that machine sentience... Yeah. ...has move, moved on. Oh, God. In, like a Red Hot Rider sitch. Like a Red Hot Rider situation. But the uh, ghost in the machines now entered a, a dog again. Yeah, it's always a dog. I think there's... They're the easier one. I think, I think it's because they're... They're very uh, willful and loyal. Mm. It's just like, you want to be part of this? It's like, yeah. Yeah, get, get involved. Get in, what? Get, get, in, in there. get in there. Let's see where I go. I'd like to see more of them, but the thing is he's not named in that. He's not named, so I don't think we will. But no. It's worth noting that, you know, some of the sensibilities, uh, re-turning a log into a toothpick, have carried on in some form Yeah, since that Goofy Gophers number way back when. Or maybe he was a puppy at the bottom of that machine, and that's his pappy. Well, yeah, he imprinted on that machine. Maybe I don't know, and I don't think we're going to see him again. No, so I don't I think, think we're going to we know. Uh, this this could be a big one. This could be a big one. The new the next one could be a big one. Uh, like we we we're seeing uh, bugs back, but also witch hazel who we've seen once yeah twice before. yeah she cackles clicks her heels together and she has a paint everything painted on her walls yeah her house is dead weird but the big one here uh is the genie yeah now the genie originally gave bugs his powers uh, yep. i think might, might be a different genie i but... think inadvertently mm-hmm. uh because bugs wished to be the most powerful rabbit in the world yeah uh and then started encountering himself through time. Yes. And so exponentially, each bugs got uh, more and more powerful more and more to powerful. the point where he became a whole. I don't, to the point where we think he became <laughs> he became a whole through time and space and yeah. dimensions and everything. Yeah. Um, but this is the first time we've seen the genie since that 
really early mm. episode. Yeah, yeah. Um, so this could be a big one. So let's watch Broomstick Bunny, A Bugs Bunny, Witch Hazel, and Genie Number from February 25th, 1956. That's my birthday, apart from the 1956 part. Well, there you go. There you go. Not so much a mirror, but a genie in a booth. Yes, yeah. Uh, I'm thinking you know, in big. Yeah. Just like that. Yeah. <laughs> it's just that. It's like, you know, his mouth goes and you gives you a ticket. I don't think that that wasn't the same genie. It was not the same genie. I don't but even I do think, think that was a genie. But I do think that uh, they share uh, some uh, information on an administrative level. Mm. Because I reckon uh, he could sense when Bugs... So Bugs turns up to this to yeah. Witch Hazel's house. He's trick-or-treating, so he's wearing a hideous witch mask. Yep, classic. Witch Hazel uh, often asks her mirror on the wall, who's the ugliest of them all? Yep. Uh, and when the genie sees uh, Bugs in the mask, it's the first time he's said, oh, you were the ugliest, but actually... Uh, There's that. He's the ugliest now. Yeah. Um, so I think the genie could sense that uh, there was meant to be some sort of, like... There was some sort of deal struck with a genie at some point for Bugs. Right, okay. But because of the mask, couldn't really identify... What the deal was, what, who, did, it, who it was, and what the deal think was. It's an aura. Yeah. So he's like, I don't know. I mean, like, I mean, I guess just I know if I say he's the ugliest. Yeah. Then I know I will have be I will be all right with the deal until I go back to to check head, what the head deal office was. Yeah. and and check what it was. He's and, already put a telegram. And he'll in. go back there and go, oh, most powerful rabbit. Yeah. Oh, okay. Not well, that was, that witch. wasn't that wasn't necessary. Yeah. But unfortunately, uh, at the time. He just, it slipped his mind. I mean, like, the the good thing is, like, on hearing that, Witch Hazel doesn't automatically go, oh, well, I must kill this witch. It's, I've got to learn the secrets and try and beautify this witch. Yeah, it actually only really goes wrong for Bugs uh, when... Uh, Takes the mask off. When uh, she gives him some sort of tea concoction. I didn't catch what that was meant to do. Uh, it was meant to make um, whoever drank it beautiful. Right, okay. So, that was the point. So we're going to make... Because uh, witches want to be the ugliest. They want to be the most hideous. Yeah, so... Okay, so when she realised she wasn't going to be able to learn to be that ugly, yeah. she tried to turn Bugs yeah. beautiful. But then Bugs took the mask off. And that was his mistake, because yeah. actually... She just, needed a rabbit's clavicle yeah. to finish off her witch's brew number 42 or whatever exactly. it was. Um, so... Uh, it then becomes a, a pretty standard sort of chase episode, but well, she uh, wants that clavicle. But she wants that clavicle. Yeah. Who wouldn't? Exactly. Uh, but obviously, uh, it's only the second time we've seen such an episode go off in Witch Hazel's house. Yeah. Now, Witch Hazel's house is a very strange one. Well, everything's drawn on. Everything's drawn on the walls. I think it's to keep the rooms spacious. Yep. And uh, airy. And airy. Um, but it does also protect her belongings because only she can use the things that are drawn on the wall. Yeah, I think she's got a sort of penny crayon thing going on. Yeah. Where she can draw whatever she sort of needs on the wall. And it's real. And it's real. I think, like, but only stuff that... I think it would have to be stuff that's pretty easily identifiable as a specific thing. Yeah. Because, like, otherwise she'd just draw a rabbit's clavicle on the table. Yeah, so it's, I think it needs to be... You need to be able sort to draw like it pretty non-living well. Non-living things, mind you, she does have no, plants. In her there. plants are like that. So I think it's more just from 
a drawing of that caliber yeah you have uh, someone would have to be able to identify exactly what the thing is yes right and so when well, you get that's what, that's when you get into really specific exactly when you get into really specific stuff then yeah. you know if someone could look at the drawing and not really know what it was you'd struggle so i think yeah. you so i think you can't just draw a clavicle no go, no no yeah, what's that, that? what is that everyone going, oh, like, it's, obviously it's a rabbit's clavicle is it is it though i'm not a veterinarian yeah exactly so i think it only works for pretty standard things but what it does allow is a lot of features in which hazel's house that she can interact with yeah that bugs cannot yeah like all of the plant pots so you couldn't just escape yeah because, because you couldn't, the you main couldn't go door, through the soil well you couldn't go through the door no because the door was drawn on it's just drawn and on. he couldn't interact with it because witch hazel opened the door originally yes that's true so, so yeah. he couldn't get out so which it was the perfect house, rabbit trap it's like an interdimensional space almost but yeah like she's just made the most of it it's not a huge no but she can kind of make it as big as it needs well, to be because she, she can draw in extra walls yeah she can draw in extra doors which lead to extra rooms that yeah. she's drawn yeah so uh, in the end she winds up catching uh bugs but he pulls his sort of sad face gambit yeah. which we haven't seen in quite a long time no he hasn't he needed it, it so well he hasn't needed it though right but uh and uh yeah she sort of gets distracted from her attempts to chop him because he reminds her of paul her pet tar- uh, tarantula yeah um and then bugs uh, reveals i don't even know if it's a power i think it's just how bugs is built but his feet like he's tied up like yeah, neck yeah. all the way down to like his ankles past his ankles yeah uh but his feet function as full legs with tiny <laughs> feet on the end yeah, they've got even knees. in even in shoes. Yeah, they've got knees yeah. in them. Like, what's that about? But yeah, he just sort of slinks off, all tied up. Yeah. Um. In the end, uh, the uh, well, Witch Hazel uh, schnaffles the tea. Yeah. And becomes uh, beautiful. Yeah. She basically turns into uh, Wilma Flintstone. If Wilma Flintstone was drawn in a Disney princess sort of style, yeah. So if if Wilma Flintstone wasn't part of the Hanna Barbera verse, yeah. So I think so. I don't know if uh, Beauty in the Tooniverse is like an absolute scale, or if that was just uh, exactly what Witch Hazel's uh, image of beauty exactly is. as beautiful as she didn't want to be. Uh, well, was. yeah. I, th- I think a lot of it is down to the concoction that she made yeah i think that maybe changes maybe she put in like ooh, a dash of red hair and you know green eyes or you know whatever like so she made the the beautiful look yeah so uh, yeah possibly do we see the recipe for the beauty tea no no so no, maybe it's that maybe it it's just whatever your image of beauty is yeah uh like if bugs had drunk it would he have become like lola bunny <laughs> right or would he have just become himself yeah, that's probably more likely, isn't it? <laughs> Just like, no, I've got enough tar. Yeah. But this is when we, it was revealed that the the magic mirror was not a magic mirror. Uh, it was just a genie in a booth. Yeah. Because uh, and I th- she again, says, who's the ugliest of them all? And uh, he gets he gets creepy and yeah. starts chasing her on a magic carpet. Yeah, but that's it. Like, I, again, it just, he didn't strike me as a genie. I do he think he's a genie. But he didn't, like, why wouldn't Witch Hazel get him to grant wishes? Because I don't think she knows he's a genie. No, that's true. I think it's two diff- uh, like two different schools of magic colliding and not really quite understanding the other. So I'm thinking, well, either like maybe he is a genie, but maybe his thing is, um, you know, being able to answer any question as opposed to. Well, I think he could do that sort of anyway, 
Um, because like, like, and it would not have to be like a wish. Mm. Maybe she's used all her wishes. Possibly. Maybe one of her wishes was to have him in the wall yeah. to answer her questions all the time. Yeah. Irritating, isn't it? God, I imagine that. Because it's not like that's almost the loophole in the infinite wishes thing. It's like, I don't want yeah. infinite wishes. I just want you in that wall to tell me, to tell me to stuff. To answer every question, honestly. Yeah. God, no wishes. She can't mm. gather, she can't make things happen there no. anymore. But that genie just lives in the booth. Which she's drawn from. That she's, yeah, she did. <laughs> yeah, I don't draw, know. Draw me a booth. But yeah, I think it was a genie just because otherwise, uh, why would he, um, why would he have said Bugs was yeah, the, no, the that's ugliest? True. Like, if he had no obligation to do it. Well, maybe he did just think that that was the truth. Maybe he just thought that Bugs was the un- ugliest. That's true. But if she had three, if Witch Hazel had three wishes at any point, surely one of them the would have been to be the ugliest. But then again, like, does she say ugliest creature? Just ugliest. No, she just says the ugliest. Yeah, so it, that would be absolute. Because that's one thing we have pretty much discovered is that genies... Work in absolutes. They work in absolutes. Yes. Uh, which is the main problem with the bugs situation. Uh, we yeah. know there are other genies. Uh, and yeah, I think I'm reasonably happy that, you know, pacts between genies and their sort of masters are are filed in some sort of... Bureau. Be- yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just a bureau. Yeah. Just in the corner of the yeah. genie. Oh, there, there it is. The genie, genie lounge. Yeah. Um, getting, getting back to the whole the whole bugs bit. Uh, this is just something I was thinking of. Uh, we, we've chatted on a number of occasions how the portal seems to zone in on the wrong thing. Yeah. Sometimes it makes mistakes. If bugs is which, the whole, yeah. why is bugs getting it wrong i mean i because i think bugs is still fallible yeah i mean i know bugs is still fallible. <laughs> well yeah no this is true he just has to like in his final form as the portal yeah all he has to be is more powerful than his other self or selves yeah which uh, which i think he's which managing. he is yeah but as long as those other selves remain fallible then he he's always... still fallible as yeah, the portal. yeah that's true um because also, like, if 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 the portal becomes infallible, then we're going to have a, a a tension-free forty years of cartoons, <laughs> which I don't think is going to happen. No, I think we need I think we need that suspense. Like, what if the portal is wrong though? Because especially now, it is bugs. Yeah, or it's probably bugs at least. Probably bugs. Yeah, bugs is eternal hole. <laughs> uh, so yeah, like I think that fallibility is important. Uh, not not yeah, o- yeah. not only to the plot, but uh, to uh, to humanity as a whole, and 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 as a whole, universe, that's with a W, and to and tun- as a whole, uh, yeah, to the universe as a whole with a W, yeah. uh, to humanity as a whole with a W, to yeah. bugs as a whole without a W, yeah, yeah, I think it's important. Well, there you go. So that's about uh, all we've got time for this week. Um, I don't know why I say that every week because we're not scheduled, are we? Like, it's no, like, we just be as long or as we short ramble as we until to we stop rambling. <laughs> yeah, that's all we've got time for, right? I don't, I've got things on. I've got things on. It's it. I've it's, got to. Be, I've got to become the perfect Singaporean. Yeah, but, I mean, <laughs> before next week. I know, right? Yeah. So let's get started with that. Uh, as ever, thanks for listening. It's good to know we're not on this journey alone. Uh, if you have any uh, theories or queries, uh, you can find us uh, at TSJ Community on Twitter. We like to the hear from you. Twitter. 
So the very, our very active Twitter very, that, we, active. that we maintain really well. Yep. Um, as ever, we're going to leave you with a song. We searched around a bit this week, uh, songs-wise. Um, we wanted a Genie song, but uh, Gene Genie, the obvious choice, just didn't really fit the vibe. No. And the Genie wasn't in it as much as we thought he was going to be. No, we Tried to find not. some good uh, Rooster songs. Uh, but again... The it's only difficult, one, isn't it? We've, we've got one, but we want to save it for something else. Yeah. Uh, and then we started thinking about uh, the other themes that we've tackled in the episode, and, yeah. and ugliness mm, is one yeah, of them. Yeah. So, uh, Rampant ugliness. So uh, I don't think I really need to introduce the song. I, I just I want to say, uh, ooh, stick you, your mama too, <laughs> and your daddy. We'll see you next week. <laughs> Bye! Like, hi, like, I'm Celeste. I'm Daphne. <laughs> and like, we just wanted to let you know that our next song on the album is going to be our cheerleading song. Like, yeah, like. <laughs> like, totally. And so like, we really hope you like, like it because like, we like yeah. it. Okay. Like, right. do, do you think they can really like, like, like it? Well, they don't really have a choice because they already bought the album. So like, okay, bye. Bye. Okay, I'm a cheerleader now.